0: Hi, it's Kanika, and I'm back with a brand new season of That's Total Mom Sense, where I interview parenting experts, world renowned thought leaders, best selling authors, and trailblazing entrepreneurs on their incredible life stories and Mom Sense experiences.
1: Hi, I'm Gabby Bernstein, and you're listening to me on
0: That's Total Mom Sense. It's me, Bobby Brown, on Total Mom Sense. Can't wait to share my story. Hi, I'm Dr. Lisa and you're listening to me on That's Total Mom Sense. Pandemic or not, these episodes will inspire you to make every single day count. Episodes release on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Join my tribe and subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode.
1: I just was frustrated with corporate America. It was particularly hard for women. As the years went on, I found it less and less rewarding, and I really wanted to do something more impactful.
0: As moms, we often wonder Am I doing enough for my kids? I'm here to tell you, you are Super Mama. That's because we have an undeniable superpower, our intuition, and it never sears us wrong. I call it our mom sense. Hi, I'm Kanika Chadda Gupta, and I'm the host of That's Total Mom Sense. I'm a journalist, entrepreneur, wife, and mom of three, twins plus one. Now, if I had a dollar every time I heard, gee, you have your hands full. On my podcast, I interview influential moms from various industries and cover topics that all first-time parents grapple with, from getting your baby to sleep, to screen time allowance, your new normal in your marriage, and how to dedicate time to yourself. Learn and laugh along with that total mom sense. So as we were forging through the pandemic, one meme that I came across aptly sums it up. I need to socially distance from my refrigerator. (laughs) We are eating a ton and I think we need to be even more mindful of what we're making at home and what we're feeding our kids. And so if you've decided to jump on that bandwagon of going vegetarian or vegan or by dire need to Purchase things that are gluten-free, this is the episode for you. Today, I have Gail Becker on the show with me. She's the founder and CEO of Cali Power. And as a mom in the corporate world, Gail's time was at a premium. For two sons with celiac disease. Family pizza night was a choice between high sugar, high calorie, low nutrition, store-bought gluten-free pizza or a tedious, messy process trying to make it on her own. She finally cracked the code with a cauliflower recipe and is now selling nationwide. According to a Forbes article, when she first started her business, she uh, launched in 30 Whole Foods stores in March of 2017. And since then, her pizza line has surpassed over 10 million pizzas, and is available in an estimated 25,000 national and regional grocery stores like Whole Foods, Kroger, Walmart, Safeway, and Target. Her company, Vegolutionary Foods, is branching into new product lines, including a toast made from sweet potatoes that has just hit the market. Gail, I am so excited to be um, speaking to you because you are the powerhouse behind Kali Power. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So you've had an illustrious career. You've worked in journalism, healthcare, global communications, and now you're in the food and beverage industry. So tell us about you know how you began your working life and, and where it took you.
1: Going through school, I always knew I wanted to be a journalist. So I ended up wanting to be a broadcast journalist and so I had my first TV job in Beaumont Texas which you know out of about 250 markets was about market 124 and I was there for about a year and I covered local news in uh, many different occasions in, in local news and then from there I decided that I wanted to work in Washington and so then I was a reporter in Washington for many years and ultimately left journalism and worked in government, and then in corporate America, and then quite uh, on an unspecified path, I found my way to Colorado.:
0: <laughs> Yes, yes, you did. I want to just touch on some of the common ground we have. Yeah, sure. So firstly, you worked as a journalist, and you were covering the political beat in mm-hmm. D.C., mm-hmm. and I grew up just outside D.C., so what was your experience like there?
1: You know, I really loved working in D.C. I loved working and living there. I think one of the reasons I wanted to be a journalist is because I was hoping to make a difference in people's lives. I wanted to give information. I wanted to, you know, help teach people about what was going on in the world. It was really important to me, and so, you know, covering the White House and Capitol Hill that was really rewarding to me. And and I actually think back uh, quite fondly on that job. Now, I also you know, have some videotapes with some very big hair and big shoulder pads. But for the most part, it was a a really rewarding experience.
0: Yes, that's that's incredible. And then another piece of you know commonality that we have Mm -hmm. is that you've worked with Donna Shalala. So I did my master's at University of Miami Mm -hmm. um, in broadcast when she was there, you know, as our president. And she was just remarkable. She actually had UM host uh, the Democratic presidential debate in 2008. And it was the first ever to be aired on NBC and Telemundo in Spanish. Mm, love it. Um, and, and she's just done so many great things for the university as a whole and in her role as chancellor. So tell me what it was like working with Donna
1: she was great so i worked at the department of health and human services there were lots of us there but she was inspiring just as you say but it was a wonderful experience and i think really gave me my first love of sort of healthcare and issues around surrounding people's health making sure that people had access to healthcare and you know nutrition and it sort of i didn't know it then but it it really did end up being something that was that would motivate me in later in life.
0: Yes, absolutely. Shed light on, you know, when you became a mom and your your journey through motherhood.
1: That's my most proud achievement as I'm sure mm-hmm. many of your listeners would agree. It certainly wasn't easy for me to become a mother. It took a lot of hard work. Luckily, you know, we had a lots of help along the way. I became a mother a little bit later. It's, uh, it was the biggest joy of my life. I have two sons, they're both home now. One is in high school and the other one who was in college and supposed to start his brand new job is now starting his brand new job at home, just like right. you know everybody, everybody else. They are my proudest achievement and inspire me in all kinds of ways, including the beginning of Cauliflower.
0: Wow, wow. So what are some of the special memories that you've had with your boys? You know, I
1: wasn't the typical mom. I I always worked. I always have tried to, you know, engage them in my work. Even when I worked in corporate America, we always talked about the things that I did and about the business. I brought them on a couple of business trips. We had a wonderful time. I brought them to Argentina one time on a business trip, and that was fantastic. So, you know, I've always been able to so, sort of find some intersection between work and my boys. And I always love that because it's hard. You can't give up one for the other. So if you can find a universe where you can meld the two, that's pretty much perfection.
0: Yes. Yes. Now I just want to touch on the fact that you've actually produced your own documentary film called A Journey with Purpose, which featured your son when he was just nine years old. Yeah. Um, That's just amazing. Tell us about that
1: yeah absolutely oh it 's nice i don 't often get a chance to talk about that so I am the daughter of two immigrants i 'm a first generation american my My parents were both German and holocaust survivors. My father was in Auschwitz for several years, and when my son was nine years old, my older son was nine years old, we went back to take my father back and you know just sort of hear the story through his voice. I hired a crew to just videotape the day because I knew it would be something I'd just want to capture. Never had any intention of making a movie. A couple years later, when he was about 13, I found the video in a drawer and I said, you know what, Joshua, we should do something with this. And the next thing I know, we set off and made a 15-minute documentary called The Journey with Purpose. It's all narrated in his voice. A friend of mine entered it in a bunch of independent film festivals and we ended up winning, which was crazy. And wow. and Joshua and I went on this journey where we were talking about the making of this video and my father's story. And the best part is it's been shared and part of the Facing History Library. So it's shared in teaching materials when people teach about the Holocaust for for
0: young kids. So it's really great. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. You've had many different roles that you played at Edelman, which is a global communications firm. Tell us about that and you know what you did to make an impact.
1: So I was at Edelman for 16 years, started off as the head of the LA office, and then I grew to different roles within the company, the head of the Western region, and then had some time as I oversaw Canada and Latin America. So I had some really great opportunities there. I met some amazing people. I traveled to places in the world I would have never seen. I really had wonderful opportunities. And perhaps most importantly, I learned a lot about the business world and I learned a lot about marketing and I learned about what companies can do really well. And I learned lessons from companies
0: that didn't do things particularly well. Right. Right. And how did you apply that to, you know, how you've pivoted and launched collie Power?
1: Well, it's interesting, you know, being in a client service business like that was really helpful, far more helpful than I ever would have thought. You know, there were so many times when I would sit around a table and sort of say, well, here's what I or we think you should do. And sometimes the client would take the advice and sometimes they wouldn't. You know, one of the great things about starting your own business is you can always take your own advice. And so (laughs) it's nice. It's been nice for me to be able to act upon some of the ideas, some of the, you know, concepts that not just me, but that people all throughout our company have. And, you know, because of our size, we can, you know, implement them rather quickly. I think my time in corporate America set me up very well for that.
0: Yes. And what was kind of the impetus for you coming up with Vegolutionary Foods and Kali Power? Was it you know, a night where you were making this gluten-free pizza and you were like, you know what? I'm so done with this. I need to... (laughs)
1: Um, It was really three things, to be honest with you. So the first thing was I was growing rather disenchanted with work. I just was frustrated with corporate America. It was particularly hard for women. As the years went on, I found it less and less rewarding. And I really wanted to do something more impactful. Uh, The second thing that, you know, in many ways, uh, maybe the most important was the passing of my father. When my father passed away, something inside me really changed. And I I knew I wanted to do something more meaningful. I, I didn't know what it was, quite honestly, but I did know I wanted to do something more meaningful. And then Third was you know one time I, one night, uh, not long after my father passed away, I stumbled across cauliflower crust beets. I didn't invent it. There were five hundred sixty nine thousand recipes on the internet the day that I I looked. and you know, because my boys had celiac disease, I had always just been very cognizant of being able to put more nutrients in what they were eating. So I made it one night. It was okay. it wasn't great. A couple weeks later, my son said to me, Oh, mom, are you going to make that again? And I said, there's no way I'm making that again, because it took 90 <laughs> minutes after a full day of work. But I'll tell you what, I'll find it for you. And I looked everywhere and I couldn't find it. And so sensibly, I took all of those three things, my disenchantment with corporate life, the passing of my father, and this idea that I can't be the only one who thinks 90 minutes is too long to make a pizza crust. Mm-hmm. I put them, you know, all together. And what I came out with was, I know I'm going to leave corporate America and I'm going to start a company and
0: I'm going to call it CollyPower. Power. Good for you. I love the name, by the way. Oh, um, thank you. So, <laughs> so how did you come up with that? I feel like there's an aha moment for that too.
1: Probably less sexy than one would want. I wish I could say, oh, it just came to me in the middle of the night and I could hear the angel sing. It really wasn't. (laughs) Uh, A friend of mine who I had worked at Edelman with, he and I got on the phone and I said, oh, you know, I'm struggling with a name. And the two of us just talked for about an hour and then it came out and, you know, we sort of both knew, oh yeah, that's it. And (laughs) I was really surprised that I got it. I thought it would already be taken, but... I got it. So I was really excited.
0: (laughs) That's great. That's so great. A Pop Sugar article gave a rare six out of five score as compared Uh to the Trader Joe's uh, variety (laughs) of cauliflower pizza. And they said um, a few things that like caught my attention. Um, They said the crust was on fleek and some other notable quotes. Is this really cauliflower? And it's not delivery. It's not Giorno. It's better. (laughs) <laughs> so was that um you know, a turning point in the branding and the good journey of caulipower? did that like kind of set things up for you that this was better than Trader Joe's? Uh, you know what it did in an interesting way. I'll tell you, so we were first
1: to market, obviously, and then uh, I think we had been out maybe six, eight months, and Trader Joe's came out with their cauliflower crust and I remember waking up that morning and thought, oh, my God, it's over. Trader yeah. Joe's came out with it. It's over. Shortly thereafter, that article hit. And I, it was such a good lesson because I realized, first of all, Trader Joe's is, is actually rather small in the, in the world of retail. You know, if you think about it, Trader Joe's has about 400 stores and Walmart mm-hmm. has 4,000. Oh, wow. So, just to give you some size of scale. You can't be afraid of competition, and what I realized is actually when Trader Joe's introduced their pizza, it just made everybody want Cali Power more. It ended up being such a gift, and I remember when that Pop Sugar article hit because it was like such a validating moment. It was like, yeah, I can take on competition. You know, it certainly has come, and I think we've we've held our own. So um, it, it was a memorable day. That's so
0: cool. I love it. Now, is there a secret ingredient? How is yours different from the varieties out there that you're like, "This is my little trade secret. We won't tell anybody.
1: <laughs> well,, uh, we don't put in any secret ingredients other than, you know, a lot of love and a lot of care. It took a long time to to come up with that formula. And as I always say, when I think about, Kali Power and, you know, born out of a mother's love, as opposed to a lot of these big companies that, you know, we often share the freezer space with, we bet on the consumer. We bet that the consumer is going to know the difference. Some big companies bet against the consumer. They think that they won't know the difference, but everything that we do at Kali Power is made as if you were doing it at home. We keep that top of mind and and it has served us well.
0: So there's this video where on your website, where kids are making faces in disgust of eating actual cauliflower, and they're like, ah, oh, it tastes like broccoli, but it cuts to them devouring pizza. So, mm-hmm. was that always inherently the goal to just, you know, get kids to eat their veggies?
1: It was to get kids to eat their veggies. That was certainly a goal. However, it was never to sneak them in. You know there are companies and brands that believe in sort of you know sneaking in veggies. I, I actually think quite the opposite. I think if you don't tell kids the magic that vegetables can do, then they're not learning anything, and they're and you're sort of denying them that pleasure of discovering. The magic of vegetables. You know, I believe in that so strongly. We have it in our name. We don't hide anything. In fact, we celebrate the vegetable. We're a little bit different that way, but I get lots of emails from people who say that they, you know, snuck it into their kid or their husband. I get those a lot too. And uh, everybody leaves happy. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. That's so cool. So what is it that differentiates caulipower Power from other brands? How you just nailed the flavor.
1: So most people who buy our products don't eat gluten free. I mean, right. It's a very small percentage, and the rationale is, you know, I remember when my boys were little, they uh, their friends would come over, and I'd want to make lunch for everybody, so I naturally want to make a bunch of frozen pizzas. My sons would always say, Mom don't give our friends the gluten free pizzas, just give those to us, give them the regular pizzas, because okay. they were embarrassed. They were embarrassed of the way that they looked and, and, and tasted. And, you know, what stuck in my head then, but I obviously didn't know it until now, was, you know, wouldn't it be great if everyone could just eat the same thing? even if everyone has a different reason for doing it. Maybe you want low calorie pizza. Maybe you want a gluten-free pizza. Maybe you just want a great tasting pizza. Whatever Mm -hmm. your rationale for eating it, it doesn't really matter because we can all share the same meal and the same from the same plate. And that is really the ethos behind calling power. If if kids weren't going to eat it, what the heck was I doing? (laughs) Right. Right. So I, I, you know, my kids were the ultimate taste testers. Nothing went into market that didn't pass their taste test. You know, people often forget it has to taste good. So taste is a big part of that. But also the fact that our crust gets crispy and really mimics the pizza experience, Mm. I think is another huge differentiator between the actual products. But it's that notion of not having to sacrifice taste for health, for convenience.
0: Yes, exactly. So tell us about some of the staple flavors that you have.
1: So on um, pizzas, we have the four skews that we launched with. We have our crusts, we have three cheese, we have veggie and margarita. Mm-hmm. We also have turkey pepperoni and all natural pepperoni, which are also great. And then Two brand new flavors of pizza, which are just hitting stores now. We have buffalo chicken, which is really exciting, and sriracha veggie. That's also really good. So those are just sitting in stores now.
0: Yum, yum. I can't get enough of the phrases to live life on the veg and pizza, your favorite vegetable. Just so I love it. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Now you've diversified. And so I think, you know, your consumer has so much more to try. So tell us about the other SKUs you've added.
1: Yeah. So we have tortillas, regular and grain-free cauliflower tortillas. We have our sweet potatoes, which are simply sliced sweet potato, sliced like a, like a piece of bread. And then you can use them as a bread replacement for avocado toast or peanut butter and banana or whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And then we also have um, our chicken tenders, which are coated in cauliflower and then they're baked and not fried. They're the healthiest chicken tender on the market. Then we just launched our new riced product, which are little cups of flavored riced cauliflower in these beautiful flavor profiles that have never been done and beautiful ingredient, clean label and recyclable and
0: microwavable cup. That's so awesome. Can you explain how... You know, the ingredients that you use are different from, you know, when you, when you order in and how they actually are more nourishing for us. Yeah, I mean, we
1: always strive to come up with the best labels that we can to make them as clean as we can, as nutritious. Cauliflower um, and sweet potatoes are obviously very nutritious on their own. Our sweet mm-hmm. potatoes is a single ingredient product. That's all there is, is just sweet potatoes. So I don't think things have to be complicated in order to be to be delicious. When you compare our chicken tender with you know all the chicken tenders on the market, not only do you see a notable difference and the nutrition because the fact that they're not uh, fried, but you know, there's no sugar, no oil. It's the best part of the chicken. So we always use the finest ingredients and then
0: try to keep them as simple as we can while also putting taste at the forefront. Wow, awesome! Tell us about the caulipower Power and Chill kind of campaign you came up with.
1: Basically, Collie um, Power and Chill was our answer to the fact that we couldn't sample anymore. Here we had all these wonderful plans to take our truck and show up at these concerts and venues and give out lots of free samples of Kali Power Pizza. Well, guess what? We can't do that anymore. And so we had to come up with other ways in which to introduce and sample our pizza. So we also kept in mind that people were bored, that they needed entertainment, they needed content all of the time. And, you know, a lot about the brand is really to make people smile. You said that you like the phrases on the front of our boxes. Um, That's quite purposeful. We, we like to make people smile. We like to make people laugh. We poke fun at ourselves. And so Kali Power and Chill, we, we invited, you know, four well-known influencers including Dan Levy of Schitt's Creek and they made a pizza. They took our crust and each created their own pizza and some of them were wildly popular. And it was really great to watch the engagement on these Instagram lives and and see how many people really enjoyed it. I did one myself, certainly not as popular as uh, Dan Levy, but uh, <laughs> I
0: had a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I love that. Um, how do you kind of stay with the times and th- with the pulse of like promoting in this way? Because it's, you know, it's just uncharted territory now with social media and leveraging celebrities and influencers in this way.
1: Yeah. I think we're all sort of feeling, you know, feeling our own way. We have a program where we surprise and delight where people that uh, we had one the other day of this woman who said she was going to make collie Power. It was their one year anniversary and she was going to make collie Power. So we sent her a whole basket of goodies and wine and so forth just so they could make a whole evening of it so we look for these stories online people share this with and we have we like to surprise and delight we want to get our products in as many people's hands as possible yesterday or recently we just gave out a thousand free bags of our chicken tenders because we want to get them in people's hands we want you to try them because there's you know we can't do demos in the stores we can't do demos on the street. So, you know, it's all about getting our product into everybody's
0: hands. And you are also very dedicated to philanthropy, um, which I think is really, really um, wonderful. So tell us about the charitable organizations that you work with.
1: Yeah, so since we sold our very first pizza, we've always been involved with teaching gardens, which are basically building these gardens in underserved schools across the country. And these gardens are amazing because they're they're like learning laboratories, real life learning laboratories for these young kids to plant vegetables and nurture them and harvest them and then cook with them. And so we were planting all these um, teaching gardens. In fact, we committed $1 million over three years. Uh, what ended up happening, though is because of covid guess what kids aren't in school yeah and when they're not in school not only are they missing out on a lot of the vegetables that were you know coming out of these gardens but just the regular lunches which a lot of the families it's a lot of families around the country rely on so um we together with the american heart association did a quick pivot we were feeding a hundred thousand people in four cities giving out free boxes of fresh produce Every week in Los Angeles and three other cities and Philadelphia and Memphis and Chicago, I've been able to participate a couple times and it's probably the most rewarding thing I've ever done. People are incredibly grateful. People are waiting in line for these boxes of produce, Mm. uh, which is tragic. I will tell you that, you know, I, I, I gave one box to someone a couple of weeks ago and she looked at me and she said, Oh my gosh, now we can have a salad. And, you know, it's things that many of us keep take for granted that it's just such a privilege to be able to help. I wish we could do more. We always run out. I hope that other people are
0: there to uh, fill the gaps. Yes yes and is that something that you try and kind of impress upon your kids that mom has built this company but I make it a point to give back
1: absolutely i mean that's something that's i hope that i impressed upon them long before collie power you yeah know, we always try and leave the world a little better than we found it whatever mm-hmm. that means that's our purpose that's our mission and that's their responsibility I still remind them of that with all the issues in the world today and all the topics, there's certainly no shortage of things to talk about and ways to inspire your kids and, and encourage them to
0: to take action, whatever it is that, you know, they believe in. Yes, yes, exactly. Was there a point in time, I'm sure there's many, but that you you really just vividly remember where you trusted your built-in sixth sense? um, you yeah, know, that's really mm. what the the name of the show is all about. So that that superpower that we have as moms, and were you just so thankful for it? I
1: guess it's probably the moment that I decided to start College Power in the first place. Because, you know, I didn't know anything about food uh, other than I cooked it, bought it, and ate it. It was a really scary moment, and I got through it because I talked to my kids about it, and I asked if they thought that this was something I should do and they encouraged me. And in fact, I sat them down at the kitchen table and had them watch me as I made the very first call to start the business so that they could be there at that moment. You know, habit is something that they could draw upon later in life that it's never too late.
0: Yes, yes, that is incredible. Let's not forget our quote of the day. So what is a quote that you live by if you don't bet on yourself no one ever will it's so so true you just gotta gotta go
1: for it exactly exactly especially when you have kids because that's what you want to teach them right you want to teach mm-hmm. them self-reliance and you know and look life is not always going to be easy there's gonna be lots of hard things you're gonna find yourself in jobs you don't like you're gonna find yourself in relationships that aren't healthy you're gonna find yourself in all these things. So you have to be able to have enough self confidence and motivation to get yourself out. And that's why I sat them down that day because I wanted them to see that, you know, you can always bet on yourself. You should. You can't ask other people do to do that if you're not willing to. Yes, exactly.
0: It's now time for mom hall when we share products we love. Is there an item, it could be an app or, you know, some sort of product that you're loving right now that you want to share with the audience. So
1: now that we're at home, I don't know about you, but I find myself taking much better care of myself. I didn't always have time to put on lotion or moisturizer creams or sunscreens or anything. Like I would just run out the door and just not do. So I'm doing all of that much more. But that also includes drinking a lot more water. So my son got me the special bottle that holds all of these fruits and vegetables and I infuse the water with it. Never had one before. And now I drink Mm -hmm. from it every day. And I really think I'm drinking more water because of it, which sounds so simple. But I guess the other one, just from an app perspective, is something called I Am A Voter. And it's nonpartisan. And it's just to help people make sure that they're registered to vote, make sure that... They know all the rules and regulations and that they're all ready. And I think that's also really important.
0: So I'm encouraging yes. people to use that. Absolutely. Tell us where audience can find you and find collie Power. Well, you could find me on
1: every social media channel. That's pretty easy. Um, far more important than me is collie Power. Um, we're at 25,000 stores. You can get us at Whole Foods, Target, CVS, Walmart, Kroger, Albertsons, Safeway, you name it, and thousands of reach and and Amazon, tens of thousands of retailers across the country. And we're coming out with new products all the
0: time. That's so wonderful. Gail, it was such a pleasure to interview you and share your story. As I said in the beginning, you are a powerhouse and I'm so excited for what's to come for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks to everyone. Thank you for listening to my chat with Gail. This year, she's been featured as one of Entrepreneur Magazine's 100 Powerful Women, and there's no doubt she has one of the top 10 fastest growing companies, Kali Power, in America, which is incredible. I also want to give a shout out to her PR company and my friend, A Game PR, which is run by Anita Chatterjee. So thank you, Anita, for connecting us. I love you. And uh, definitely check out Kali Power in a grocery store near you and have fun with pizza night again, because it really is guilt-free. If you have suggestions for show topics or uh, guests that you think need to be on this show, write to me at thatstotalmomsense at gmail.com or you can slide into my DMs on Instagram. My handle is at Kanika Chada Gupta and at That's Total Mom Sense. I cannot wait to hear from you. Remember, always trust your mom sense. Stay strong, Super Mamas. Till next time. That's Total Mom Sense.